What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and I will be your host today. And joining me are the normal co-hosts, Mr. Matt Verlack. Hello, hello. And Christopher Kaus. What's up? And actually, I'll let one person say hello as well. Hello, everyone. That, if you did not recognize the voice, is Mr. Kyle Gazak, our, our guest host from two episodes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's just sitting through for a little bit of this. He actually watched tonight's movie with us. And actually, what we're going to be talking about finally, after months and months and months and months, is talking about Tenant. <laughs> the, <laughs> yes, yes, the spectacular extravaganza i don't even know what to call this thing that's good those are good adjectives are those those good words yep okay <laughs> good i'm, I'm glad <laughs> i've i've figured out how to use them so yeah we're, we're going to be talking about about tenant this week and we've been waiting to talk about this movie forever it's the written and directed uh christopher nolan film starring several people <laughs> you'll recognize actually i was trying to remember his name is uh john david washington the son of Denzel. 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 Oh my God. There we go. My brain is, it's like we started this late tonight and my brain is just not ticking. Um, but yeah, and Robert Pattinson and uh, Elizabeth Dobecki. Dobecki, is that right? That's what I thought. So yeah, starring the three of them. So we're going to be talking about that. Super excited about it because we've been waiting forever and we keep saying we're going to review it and then we never do. So it's finally hit. But one last thing, if you did not know, we are your punk rock anti-rotten tomatoes, every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film here to cut through and analyze the out-of-touch and pretentious viewpoint of many modern film critics who have been known to tank movies that general audiences love and vice versa, love things that the rest of us hate. And this week we are actually going to be... Uh, not doing business quite as usual. We're going to be talking. Uh, n- we're not going to talk do a, what we've been watching because we've all just been playing cyberpunk, yeah, and not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just no point. And uh, we'll go ahead. With, there was a lot of news, and really, there's a lot more than even we're going to talk about. But really, we're just going to talk about Disney-owned properties really quickly here because they announced a million things that a lot of people might have missed if you aren't on top of all this stuff because it was an investor's call, basically, or investor's day. Is that right, Kyle? And so they announced a billion Star Wars things and a chunk of Marvel things as well. So Matt's going to be talking about the Star Wars stuff a little bit or spearheading that, and, and Kyle will probably help us out a little bit. And uh, I'll go ahead and jumpstart the Marvel stuff. There's not as much. So the main thing with the Marvel stuff is that they announced a handful of Disney Plus shows, which was Secret Invasion, which is starring Samuel L. Jackson, who's back, and Ben Mendelsohn. So I have a strong feeling this is – it could potentially – I don't know if it's going to be – I'm curious if it's, this is going to be modern day or if it's going to be taking place after Captain Marvel. Because at the end of Captain Marvel, we saw the two of them building a spaceship, what might end up being sword, we think, maybe. And so Secret Invasion is a comic run that was about the – uh, what's the alien race? Scroll. The scrolls, yes, that were in Captain Marvel, and so essentially, it's where the scrolls are impersonating all of these people, and so it's you don't know who's scroll, who's not, and it's a very popular comic run, and everybody's been wondering if they were going to do something with it. I feel so. the problem though; they're one of the problems if they do around the nineties. Yeah, is that they're going to have to de-age Samuel Jackson yeah. in every episode. Yeah. 
the entire time. Yeah, it'd be expensive. Which would be expensive. Agreed. And they're already going to have to put Ben Mendelsohn in alien makeup every episode, too. So <laughs> there's there that as well. There's at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, there is. Which these two have still not seen. No, you can talk about it. Okay. I mean, it's not on anything, so. Yeah. I just... If it's not on Disney, like. Yeah. Well, if it's just not on something I already have, I'm not going to go out of my way to like really watch it. So. I know. It's another Spider-Man movie. We'll see another one like a year. <laughs> it is fantastic. So <laughs> you, you should not have missed it. But I don't know. Yeah, I think it probably will be modern day. Also, if it's modern day, they have the opportunity to throw in little bits of Avengers, like other Avengers, other mm-hmm. superheroes that can be impersonated by the, Scroll. the scrolls and do that sort of thing. So I'm interested to see what this is. It's a Disney Plus show. After seeing another thing they did was drop multiple trailers. So uh, the trailer for Loki dropped and it blew my mind in half. I did watch I watch TV show trailers because we're not we rarely review TV shows and. Trader? I know, I, I know, I I broke the trailer rule, but it is it is fantastic. It, but I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea what I saw. Okay. It is the craziest, trippiest, weirdest. They are going next level. Like even compared to the Wandavision trailer, which looks bonkers and com- just crazy, yeah. this show like quadrupled that. That's where I got it. It was some like Inception level just ridiculousness for this Loki trailer. I don't even know what. Which would make sense for them trying to do Loki. And yeah. we kind of, we were talking about before we were recording, it seems like Marvel's, their next, what, what are they calling this? Phase. Next, the next phase. phase is going to be all this weird, like time travel and, and dimension travel. And, yeah. Multiverse. So, multiverse, yeah. And this yeah, is clearly, th- that's what this show is going to be, the Loki show. It's like, Time hopping, multiverse hopping, dimension hopping, reality hopping. Like, the, he's just all over the place in this trailer. Like, it, it is wild. And he's clearly, there's a whole new organization that they're introducing in this. Some sort of, like, dimensional organization, it seems like. I'm guessing. They are like a time organization that hmm. we have The time cops. Seen, <laughs> essentially. Uh, that we have not seen in the MCU, and it looks like he might be working for them. It seems crazy. So, I'm excited huh. to see what this thing is. But that's just a – we'll kind of run through these pretty quick because there's a lot of Star Wars stuff too. But basically outside of that, there was Ironheart, which was announced, which is a comic run that was from probably about the past four years or so, which is uh, a young woman takes the mantle of Iron Man and becomes Ironheart. I think her name was Riri Williams, I think, is the character's name. And so – Apparently, that's going to be a show. I don't know. There's not much known about that, but it's happening. So we've got Secret Invasion. We've got Ironheart. There's also going to be Armor Wars, and they're bringing Don Cheadle back, and this is going to be Don Cheadle's show. And it's basically about He deserves it. Yeah, he does. And it's basically about him being Warhammer and about him overseeing all of the Stark tech, basically. And they're they're saying that it's basically going to be them trying to keep... Stark's armor tech out of the hands of enemies. Enemies, basically. That'll be very interesting because I feel like that may be an actual like war show. Yeah, yeah, it could be pretty where bad. you know they kind of stay away from like human wars. Yeah, but I feel like this may be take like a like military. SEAL Team Six yeah. movie and then put in Don Cheeto and his Don Cheeto. Cheeto. <laughs> Don, Don Cheeto, old Don Cheeto, yeah. and his uh. <laughs> armor 
Yeah, Don, flaming, flaming, flaming hot Don Cheeto. Flaming hot Don Cheeto. <laughs> oh wow, um, yeah, it could definitely be that. And well, there we've got. First off, we've got our episode name. It's flaming hot Don Cheeto. So <laughs> that is definitely the episode name. But uh, yeah, it seems like it could be a cool idea. And apparently, this was a comic run that I had never heard of. I didn't know anything about it. It might be an older one. I don't know, but. So they're jumping into that as well. And then there's two other smaller things, which is that they announced that there's going to be like this animated mini Baby Groot series of some sort. I don't exactly know what it's going to entail, but it's going to involve the Guardians of the Galaxy be animated. And so not a whole lot known about that. But the other super cool thing is that in 2022, the holiday of 2022, they're going to do a live action Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. With, like, the cast. So weird. I think it's pretty cool. Like, that's an old school thing. Like, Star Wars used to do that. They're they're clearly... The oh, I've heard the Star Wars ones are bad. I mean, Robot Chicken so... did that. Yeah. <laughs> Family Guy did that. Sure. But so I mean, like, weird. big franchises, though. Yeah, but, like, like, Star Wars, they were talking in, like, Kashyyyk and, like... Yeah. There was no it was a Wookiee one, right? Yeah. What are you yes. telling me? The Wookiees don't celebrate Christmas? It was just a bunch of, like, Christ grunting. In their lives? But they're speaking in their native language. Yeah. Not subtitled. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you just have fuzzy people going rah, 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 for yeah. like thirty minutes, and that was the, the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, <laughs> hopefully it will be better than that. But I mean, I, I'm excited to see. Oh, and and James Gunn's going to be directing it, so there there's that. But that that was mainly all the Marvel stuff. Now, also Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer dropped, which also looked really cool. That clearly is going to be almost kind of like what you were saying. Not full-blown war, Matt, Mm -hmm. but like an espionage war. There's a scene where they showcased Falcon doing almost like a trench run in his suit. Does he have the shield? No. He's not rocking Captain America gear in this trailer. I don't think he will. Yeah, he does have a new suit, but I don't think either one of them are going to be rocking that suit. Uh, or maybe I actually could see. It seems like there's some like reluctance with uh, Falcon picking up the mantle of Cap. Hmm. So question. Yes. Does he have superpowers outside of? The no, suit? he does not have okay, superpowers so outside. No, of the suit. he's just a soldier. He's human. Just yeah, he's a soldier. But in that one little scene that they show in this trailer, it, it was a showcase for Falcon that like I was like he needed more of this stuff in the movie. Like it was him doing some really cool stuff. So I'm excited to see these two characters and they work well together. They've worked well together in the MCU and kind of have this like jaded brothers kind of a vibe. So yeah, but I, I, I'm hyped for it. It'll be cool. So, Oh, and actually a trailer dropped. I don't think either of y'all watched. It. I know Kyle did the trailer for what if, which is the animated, marvel show that's connected to the mcu but it's it's animated but it's all told by the watcher and it's basically him being like this is all other potential realities of things that could have happened and it looks brilliant i mean it looks amazing did you see the trailer for chris no i've heard about it oh god it it looks amazing the animation looks fantastic Hmm. they're getting a lot of the people back to do the voices yeah like one of the big ones that they show that we didn't know that they were doing is that it's basically what if uh black panther and t'challa if he was actually who got taken and he becomes star lord so it's t'challa as star lord (laughs) which seems pretty interesting that does. So is it going to be, uh, I mean, I'm sure we don't really know yet, but each episode will be a different yes. what-if scenario. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And so like 30 minutes of like, what if this happened? Yep. What if that happened? And it's like, if what if Peggy Carter became Captain America or mm-hmm. like Captain Britain or something like that? What if Peggy Peg Captain? <laughs> what if Peggy, <laughs> <laughs> Peggy uh, Peg Cap? That, that, that might already be out there. Th- yeah, that could happen. There's probably a video of that. So, yeah, but outside of that, Matt, you want a really quick rundown <laughs> some of this quick. Star Wars stuff? Um, yeah, I'll hit some of the big things because yeah. uh, they just went full bore and announced like 20 yeah. different items it was like somebody just walked into like i don't a, know a, a reddit it was like oh a, just i saw a, a really fun like, i saw a really funny video and that's yeah. what they were doing they were like oh so i have this one idea and he was like greenlit and the guy was like oh well, that's all i had he's like no it's not go to your trash bin <laughs> pull out these things that 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 greenlit 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 because yeah. they literally just went down the seer a list and they're like we're greenlighting all these random things that yeah. nobody thought so let's see. Uh, one of the first things is Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, um, is going to be a live action show with John Favre and Dave Filoni. Yeah. Filoni. It's Favre. Favre. Whatever. It's Favre. 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 I mispronounced everything. So <laughs> and Dave Filoni. So those guys will be working on it. It's said during the Mandalorian. That's what I was about to say. That means it's the Mando team. Yeah. Essentially. Yep. Um, they're the Lando Calrissian. Yes. Event is in progress. Yes, and that's going to um, be with uh, original cast, right? Or like Billy Dean? Yeah. I think so. Billy it's Dean being. I think it's still during Mando. Or is it before? Well, no. It had no. It had to be current. It, it would think... be after the last movie. Well, it all depends on he, his age. Like, there's no well, way. Well, it depends on who they want to do it. If they get um, Donald uh, Glover. Glover. Glover to come back. He could reprise the role at any time period then. I'm sorry, Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover played. He was Lando. He was Lando. Donald Glover. Yes, Donald Glover yeah, was Lando. in the oh, solo okay. movie. Solo. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant the guy. Danny Glover? <laughs> yeah, they, they have like uh, too close of names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, no, for a second okay. thought, I was like, maybe I got their names mixed up because no. I just do that. You're but. Right. Yeah, so I think it's going to be, with Billy D. Williams being back, it sounds like it's going to be literally, I think what they're going to do is the young woman that was in the most recent movie that he kind of partners up with, mm-hmm. like, they were talking about her family and where she came from, and a lot of people were speculating if it was his daughter, and yeah, so I think that that's what this is. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know. Since they really just announced it, they were like, these are what we're doing. Yeah. And they revealed very little about most of this stuff. Sure. Um, one of the other ones is the Acolyte. Yeah. They've kind of said this is going to take place during the High Republic, which is like thousands of years before what we know is Star Wars. Yeah. Based on the movies. So more to be announced on that. It could be some interesting stuff that we've not seen anything of. In well, the that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Because that's been the rumors was that they were going to do more stuff with the High Republic because they also announced there's another trilogy coming up. Yeah. Which we don't know much about. Um, they're also doing some animated stuff. So they're making a show called The Bad Batch which is based mm-hmm. off of um, a, a small group in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And the Clone Army that are like specialized i haven't I'm and not that's already basically made like there's a trailer of that and everything so is it a uh, live action it's animated it's basically animated it's a sequel series to the final series of clone wars okay there will be another one called visions this is, these are all animated ones yeah um visions there's another one called a droid story <laughs> that is about r2d2 and c3po 
Like, they really are just, like, pulling everything. This is kind of crazy. And then they announced some directors and some possible things mm-hmm. coming up. Oh, but... also, there was an Ahsoka show. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting her own show, which makes sense. Like, intro- that's what they're really using The Mandalorian as. Yeah. They're using it as a jump-off point to, like, make these other shows. Yep. So yep. I would not be surprised if, you know, we're nearing the end of this season of The Mandalorian. They've already greenlit a third season. It's probably already filming at this point. Because they knew it was going to do well. And they've been oh, setting yeah. it up. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if each season kind of spawns these several off Other shows. shows. Oh, and also the Rogue, Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins. They announced that as well. Yep. Andor. Yep. Andor, yeah. It's his own series pre-Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. It's who Andor, <laughs> yeah, uh, Cassie and Andor was before Rogue One. Yeah. Obi-Wan and series. they showed a little bit Well, yeah, that. but these are already announced stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they kind of released some trailers, I guess, for that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, some trailers came out. And, well, Andor kind of had a trailer. It was kind of. I was about to say, I think it was like more of like a teaser. Yeah, it was just them during production. Concept art and, yeah. and behind the scenes with some commentary. Yeah. It yeah. sounds neat, though. But, yeah. Yeah, so. So that was like the the dirty rundown of yeah. like, what Marvel's unleashed on us in one day. Yeah, and or Disney, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Disney, between Disney and Star Wars. Um, or, I mean, Marvel and Star Wars. But, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a lot. They they just kind of unloaded it all in one day. It was like because we were kind of texting. I, I pulled up my phone. I hadn't looked at it in like a couple hours, and then all of a sudden there were like forty news stories. I was just like, "Dear God, what happened? Where did this come from, and why?" And there was just so much news. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Well, and we went so long with just not a lot of news. So <laughs> now they're just like, Bleh. well, they fired with both barrels because I mean, yeah, they also basically announced their release schedule for all of their TV shows, mm-hmm. their Marvel shows yep. next year, and it's literally like every month. Yeah, or like it's every like forty five days, another starts. Right. That's oh. why I'm like forty five days. Cause I'm guessing they're following basically the same thing they do with Mandalorian. You get eight episodes, mm-hmm. and so I'm guessing that's just the, what they're going to keep doing. I'm wondering if we're going to get, like, a day one at home drop of Black Widow at this point, because it's gone so long. Like, that movie's been on the shelf for, like, a year. I don't think they will, unless they really think the movie theaters are dead. Maybe. I feel like they need to drop it. It's looking that way. I feel like they need to drop it before the show. I think they need to drop it before the shows, though. Yeah. Just in case there's any, like, connected Connecting stuff. Yeah, they might need to, because there could be. Because they weren't considering it before... And now that we're getting close to all yeah. the shows, they're thinking about maybe we should just drop it. Well, yeah. so let's just talk. Like, so the shows we were just talking about, the only one I could see really being would be WandaVision. But even then, I think WandaVision is going to be a self-contained Falcon, which then will go Falcon maybe. I but that isn't Falcon that. slated for later next year, or is that one of the no? It's the shows? second show, March, third, sh- the second or third show. Second Loki's May. Falcon, Falcon. Soldiers March and Wanda's January. I mean, I yeah. bet Disney's like, please, please, theaters open back up. Please let the COVID vaccine yeah. free the world of quarantining <laughs> so that they can make more money off of it. Because yeah. you got to think, they haven't released a movie in over a year now. So yeah. Disney's probably like, we need this to be a moneymaker. Well, and they saw what they had to deal with, what they dealt with with Mulan, dropping that the way they did. And so there's just been, it's been kind of a mess. For them in general. Because that's the thing. They put so much money into his movies. They need them to go into theaters. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're a giant corporation. They're rich. Sure. But they still want to make money off their movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. 
it's it's a weird situation. I'm curious what they'll do, but I feel like because of how their timeline has to work out, they're having to just make sacrifices, and Black Widow might be that sacrifice potentially if, if with these shows. Well, the, the thing shows is, are... if they would just release Black Widow, because I, I can't remember what the next movies are. I know Ant Man three. Oh, that was another one of their announcements. Yeah, yeah. Ant Man three has finally been given a name. Yep. Quantum Mania. Yep. Um, but those are I'm guessing later next year. Mm-hmm. If okay. not the following, well, they, yeah, they haven't even filmed Ant Man. It, it's uh, sh- uh, it's the oh, it's the one that takes place in Japan. The Marvel movie that takes place in Japan. That's oh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, of yeah, and the Legend of Ten Rings. Yeah, that's that's like done from what I gather or close to it. And then Thor: Love and Thunder is filming right now. Yeah, in Australia. So yeah, that's like end of next year, I think. But the only one that they've really been working on is Shang-Chi that's, like, sitting. But well, I'm hoping that one make, makes it to theaters. Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be an Ant-Man movie where people are just like, eh, we don't know anything about this character. We're not going to go see it. Because Ant-Man 1 and – or both Ant-Man movies didn't do well. Like, compared, when you look well, at they, the box offices compared to the, yeah. all the other movies. Compared to other Marvel movies. Compared to regular movies, it does great. But compared to other Marvel movies, they are the smallest of the Marvel movies. Right, right. For sure. Even their budgets, too. Yeah, their budgets, too. They run on a slimmer budget, which is, yeah, it's just a whole different kind of thing with those movies. It's kind of weird. They kind of operate differently than the others. But, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, there was just a whole lot there with all of that, and it all happened at once. But So I think we can go ahead and talk Wait, about... Yeah. I've got, what do you got two pieces of news, actually, so I'm not cutting them out this time. Okay. So it was announced at Crunchyroll... Yeah, was bought by Funimation. So Funimation, yeah. Funimation. So I don't know anybody who doesn't know. Those are both the two like anime manga like giants. Yeah. So it's interesting. So now Funimation, will, which is owned by Sony, meaning that Sony now basically owns the majority of the existing anime, anime out there, or at in, least the streaming rights. Or well, whatever. yeah, I guess that's really. But they also own the anime or the manga rights. So it's yeah. pretty wild. They have now become more or less a monopoly. For anime. Of anime. Yeah. I, this Which I don't know how this was allowed because normally, you know, governments prevent this from happening. I but mean, I don't know. I, when it comes to intellectual property, yeah. I feel like it's kind of a sensitive subject. Well, the, yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. isn't really them owning, like, intellectual property, I think. It's literally just a service. I don't think it's much more different than... But it'd be like Netflix buying Hulu or something, you know? Yeah. Because they're both streaming services, so it's literally just another streaming service taking over a streaming service that is their direct competitor with content. Yeah, I guess it's just up to... It's probably... I wonder how much money it makes and, like, what level of... They bought it for, like, $13 That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, it makes money. Clearly, it makes money. Yeah. That may be wrong. Billion? I could be lying. That's That's a big number. That is a very it, and that's why my eyes like popped when I saw it. <laughs> that's more than like. Yeah, that's a lot of money. So yeah, I had heard that it happened, but I'm not big on anime, so I just didn't really. I was just like, okay, this is whatever. Like, and I, I don't really, I definitely don't use any of those like streaming services. So it's there are other streaming services I was paid for before I paid for that one. I guess. Oh, sorry, one point five billion. So not thirteen billion. Okay, still, that's a that's. It's still, but it's still, in the billions? thirteen billion is like. That's di- that's like past Disney money. That's like, like Disney money. What did they buy uh, MySpace for? I feel like MySpace was only bought for like one billion. 
Yeah, my MySpace wasn't bought. Yeah, for but that. that was like it was it was ten years ago. The better comparison would be like what Star Wars was bought for, or like what mm, the okay, oh. You're comparing. The, it's hard to compare. It'd be hard to compare yeah, these things. It's, it's a hard comparison. Yeah. And there was one other thing. There is a rumor that Disney now owns Firefly, the series on TV that's oh, also yeah. Serenity, and they're going to reboot it. Oh, I really? Did, I yep. I never watched Firefly. I just played so, one of those gaps. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. I don't know if Joss Whedon's coming back for it. I don't know. I did see the movie, though. Uh, Serenity. Serenity. That was a dope movie, but yeah. I didn't really know what was going on because I didn't see the show. So. Uh, you should check out the show then. If you like the movie, then you yeah. should check out the show because it's the same thing. It's, it's just one season, so it's not really yeah. like... It's the original people. 15 it's, episodes. I want a sequel to Serenity, honestly. That's yeah. what I want. It'd be yeah. difficult. That, I'd be interested to see if yeah. they would go the, the lengths of you know making a sequel to it because it's such a niche weird thing to i don't just, think like, that that's where they'd be smarter just to reboot it yeah and honestly it paid me for them to do it because there's obviously not going to bring back the same cast maybe they could bring some people back just in different roles or something or... or they yeah well and it may not be done yet i mean it's not John set in stone Hyde. they could do a sequel that's just like so loosely connected that they could like throw in the old characters and it not be a big deal essentially like yeah. you know what I mean, where it's like not revolving around them at all. They're just like characters that come in and out, almost kind of like how it'll Mando just be the is. ship. Because like, I mean, the Firefly. I mean, the series name is about the ship. That's the ship's sure, name. Sure. So I mean, they like, could just like this is still the Firefly. Yeah. Well, Somebody could like inherit so it or something. Oh, that's right. It's, it's a Firefly class. Yeah. yeah. It's the type of ship. So there, it could just be about a new class of Firefly ship. But, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm pretty that cool asshole. too. <laughs> but. Yeah, so we can go ahead and talk about Tenet, I think, but this is going to change a little bit as well because <laughs> we all got spoiled on the score because when you rent movies now, it tells you the score, which is complete and total trash. They should give you an option on whether you want to see that score trash. or not. Yeah. I mean, and well, this kind of comes back to everything we've talked about. Yeah. You know, the problem. If, you, if you're going to rent a movie and you, you pull it up and you're just flipping through movies and you see a Rotten Tomato score and it's... Whatever the score is going to be, that's going to judge how you yeah. if you're going to watch the movie or and not. It only shows the critic score, right? It which shows is even only more the garbage. critic. And I mean, there are some that show like three or four different scores because they'll be like, "Oh, here's IMDb score, here's Fandango score, or whatever." But it's still just such bull. Like, yeah, we shouldn't see what these critics think necessarily. For sure, I didn't see it. You didn't. didn't so Kyle didn't see the score. Which, which score was? Okay, critic. we saw the critic score because it's the only one they show. So we'll do this. I got an idea on how we'll handle this. So first off, we'll go ahead and talk about who should and should not see this film, which, or well, that's what we call the segment, but it's more of what this movie is like. Yeah. And it's basically like, the easiest thing to say is, have you seen a Christopher Nolan movie? Yeah. Yes or have no? Have you seen Inception? <laughs> it's yeah. so actually, familiar. But actually, if you hadn't, if you've seen any fine. of the new James Bond movies, yeah, this had the vibe of, all of the new James sure. Bond movies. But like, literally just, the entire time, I was like, this is yeah, James Bond. This is. With some mindfuckery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a whole nother just level of little, complexity. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is definitely rated R. I also got yes. Mission we Impossible vibes, too. We should have said this too. probably for Yeah, and Mission Impossible probably. vibes. But that's the thing. Yeah. is like, If you like those like hardcore, like nonstop action movies, this is that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, it like, is. There are very few slow moments. But it is like, this is not for the... the the faint of heart when it comes to thinking wise. Like, oh, yeah, I would never the heart, recommend the my dad the to watch this. My brain. dad would the literally, 
drive me up a wall You're trying like, to watch this. Pausing it every five minutes, being like, "What just happened? What just happened?" What, oh yeah, what is going you know, on? he wouldn't pause it. He oh, would really? just continually just talk, talk to me it. about it while we were trying to watch it, and I'd yeah. be like, "Dad, I can't describe to you what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know, know what happened five yeah. minutes ago." Well, I, we well, watched. I don't want to say too time. much, but yeah, just know that it's it's a lot of. As Matt said, Matt, uh, it's about said Matt fuckery, mind fuckery, not Matt fuckery. <laughs> it is also probably <laughs> maybe Matt it could be some of that too. <laughs> probably. So yeah, this is just it's it's interstellar. Think interstellar. Think interstellar. Yeah, it, as far as More complexity, like inception, meets... in, inception. In, interstellar had a lot of not space and everything, but I just mean the level of complexity. <laughs> and it's like interstellar meets science, high science Royale or something. Yeah, high concept science. Spectre. That's actually it, Spectre. That sort of thing. Spectre. It, it had some Mission Impossible vibes and some... Globetrotting. Yeah, globetrotting vibes. Yeah. yeah. There was travel involved. They went it's places. true. It's true. They saw things. They did move around the globe. Yes. Like Bourne did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... So basically that's it as far as that little segment goes. So, But we did get it spoiled as far as the scores. So what I'm going to say is normally we do the scores and then we'll move into... Uh, we'll predict the scores for the movie and kind of talk about that and then obviously come back to it at the end like we normally do. But what I'm going to say is we'll do this. We're just going to go ahead and tell you what we saw the score was. Or let's... Why don't we just guess what the audience is going to I was going to say to do that as well. Okay. To do both. But I wanted Kyle actually to guess the... The critic score, and then we'll tell you what it yeah, is. Definitely, we can go ahead and do that while you're here because he's going to be leaving in a little bit. So, I'm so just say, get close to the mic. And I'm going to say 81. percent Okay, so a critic score of 81. percent So we saw it, and if I remember correctly, Kyle, the score was a 75. Four, I saw 71. 71 or 71. Okay, 71. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. honestly lower than I would have guessed. Uh, yeah, I would have I, guessed higher. I would have guessed critics. in the high 80s. Now, and normally this is kind of a discussion that we would have at the... Well, I'll still save the deeper discussions for the end because we haven't talked about the movie. But, uh, you know, that's not where I would have placed this guess. But so now what we can do is we can actually guess the audience score. And I will go ahead and continue to guess on that. And I, I would say... Probably like a 85 to an 88, at least. You can't do a range. I'll say an 88, then. <laughs> an 88. What do you say, Kyle? I'm going to say 78. 78? Ooh, okay. Give a right. So, a 88, a 78. Um, I think an 82. 82. Chris, you what said you 88? Yeah. I'll say 85, because that was my first thought. 85? Yep. Okay, so we're right. We're all, aside from Kyle, right so there in the 80s. Jay's so, the lowest at yeah. 78. 78. At 78, yeah. For Kyle, so all right, so yeah, we're we're all thinking, you know, fairly high score as far as that goes. I mean, but not nine. We all think it's higher than the yeah, critic professionals. We'll be yeah. curious to see. It will be. I, I'm curious. It's not too many movies that happens. Well, I feel like the good movies that happens on. Yeah, the good movies it, it quite often does happen <laughs> on where the audience is higher. Air than quotes, the, good yeah, movies. Air quote, good in movies. my opinion. Yeah, no, I I mean, and that's kind of how we tend to see it but we've we've been all over the place with this yeah because people are weird yeah people are weird yeah yeah. but kyle actually just little side note and people who haven't listened to last week's episode yet uh we watched the sound of or not the sound sound of metal it's on my cue and yeah we'll just go ahead and say watch it 
Dude. Yeah, do. As far as uh, a high level of craft, we'll just put it that way. Dude, if you I should, mean, it looks like a film study. Yes, it is crafty. a film study. Yes, yes, and I know that you're doing your little film watching every day. You're like doing your little film study thing. So, yeah, go ahead and add that to your list for Brother. this. We can watch it. This it's so good. This is probably our. It's up there with the highest reviewed movie we've it's done. Literally, mm. probably if not it's the highest. One of it's the... got the most praise of anything we've reviewed. I think. One of my favorite movies across the board. We've reviewed, yeah. for sure. Did you not watch Guns Akimbo? He <laughs> <laughs> clearly didn't well, see Guns Akimbo. Yeah. <laughs> Just I wait until did. Pack 3 comes out. Uh, I'm sorry? Pacific Rim 3. <laughs> what? Pacific Rim 3. Oh, it, Pacific, it, Rim. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Yeah, no. I'm trying to, like, my brain is, like, actively He's blocking like, what is out Pacific what you're Rim? saying. I'm just, what? Pacific Rim. You have a perception yeah. filter? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, from here, we're going to go ahead. It's going to be spoilers for Tenet. And this thing, I mean, really, just watch it. Like, because you will have absolutely... Yeah, I'm and if you don't want to like, buy it, so it's for rent. Right now, it's buy only. Yes, for 20 bucks. Um, but by the time you're listening to this, it'll be rented. Yeah. Rentable. It yeah. comes out January 5th to yeah. be rented. And it'll probably be $5. Yep. Yep. And yeah, because this will be our our, our, cri- our Christmas episode. So yeah, it'll be five bucks for or six, five to six bucks for a rental. Seems cheap. So that's what they I mean, twenty are. to buy it, which is why oh. I shame you guys for not watching Spider Man yet because you could watch it for like five or six dollars. Yeah. So there's that. Seems like a lot of money. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden it's a lot of money. <laughs> Do you know how many tacos yep. I can buy from Taco Bell? Like five. It's like uh, at least uh, maybe two. seven. That's, nowadays it's more like three. That's no, three. get a five dollar box. Oh, you could get a box. It has yeah. a burrito. It's true. Most boxes a chalupa normally. <laughs> yeah, we could. Kyle could talk oh price and food. Okay, no. like, first of all, this will turn fuck into a Taco Bell for what? destroying their menu. They have destroyed. They the took menu. away so many. Things. They got rid of the Mexican pizza. Well, they mean, got rid of the they're probably potatoes. just trying to survive in the time of COVID. Monsters. Still fuck them. I don't care if they're trying to survive. <laughs> I mean, I will still eat there like every day. Yeah, I know. I still eat there like twice a week. No problem. Hey, as long as they don't get rid of the cheesy gorgita crunch, we're good. But cheesy gorgiga, gorgiga. But if they get rid of that, then there's going to be right? problems. No, things going to get spicy. I'll fight a child. Yeah. I don't think they will. I, will punch I a wonder child if they're the just face. trying to do it so they can introduce new stuff. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, that's very optimistic of you. I'll say I this: they it. have some Thanks. kind of toasted cheddar. Chalupa. It's pretty good. It is fantastic. They have a burrito right now. They call it the grilled cheese burrito. Yes. Also, oh, this that. episode is sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, Taco Bell sponsor us. Dong. <laughs> right after Chris said he could screw them. <laughs> Don't listen to Chris. He's a yeah. hater. I feel like you can give me money. It's cool. Yes. What, what's your obligation? To share the food pack that is. If you're a fan of the Mexi Melt. That they, uh-huh. took, that they took away. Just order a dollar cheese roll up and have them add pico and meat, and it's like a dollar eighty five okay. for the whole thing. And it's a mexi melt. Nice, it's exactly the same. Just make and your own mexi melt. Cheaper. Yeah, nice. There's my good deed for the day. I like it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna move into the review real quick, but we're gonna pause this because Kyle's gonna leave and Chris has beer to clean up. So we will pause it and we will be well, back see, for you in a minute. Call them out. Time, so I'm yes. Gonna go see yes. Movie now. Kyle's gonna go backwards <laughs> in time and go watch Tenant. So in just a moment, in five, four, three, two, one, we will be talking about the movie. All right. So let's talk about Tenant, guys. Yeah, let's do it. Now yeah. that we've cleaned up beer and seen Kyle on his way and yeah. found paper towels and all that or fun why? stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Good gracious, we've waited so long to it's watch this movie, and honestly. I can definitely, and I think we all do, it was worth the wait. We can say it was worth the wait. Yeah. 
like this is a unanimous all across the board all of us totally dug this right yeah yeah, yeah. it's a fantastic it was a movie pretty great movie uh, now um, my only complaint was like it was hard to follow like yes. oh, for sure. it, it was definitely like mind-boggling watching people go back and forth in time and things <sighs> like that and that's where i almost feel like the oh, there are plenty people of people that, that are going to be like what the fuck like, I, I don't I hate see. this movie i can't follow it yeah I mean, I can definitely see that being the case for some people. I mean, this is one of those things, like, I, I could easily watch this movie, like, two, three more times, four more times, probably. Oh, for sure. Like, easily, maybe more, and still get stuff out of it. And, like, I need to see it at least once more just to still even fully grasp what I saw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was probably the most complex movie I've ever seen. Yeah. One, the thing is, is so it's complex, but then on top of that, you have nonstop action that doesn't give you a breather. No. So... Even when like the fight scene's over, the way he filmed it was that it basically cuts directly. So like in the beginning of the movie, it's this crazy action scene where they're in Russia or somewhere trying to prevent a bombing. Well, when that's all solved, it literally just cuts time to him like jumping these points, and they don't explain anything. Yeah. You you can just basically infer that he's some sort of like special operations. And that he's being yeah. recruited by a secret organization. Yeah. Like, it, it really throws it at you. Like, it, it doesn't explain much oh, at all. You have to infer yeah. so much, especially in the beginning, which doesn't make it hard to do, but you have to in be able to infer it. Yeah. Now, it does get harder to do as you go the more he keeps throwing at you because you're just like, there was a super deep conversation that was like a <laughs> minute and a half long. And I'm not sure I grasped everything. And explosions! Here we go! Oh, car crashes, guns fire. Oh, yeah. Before you can have processing, it's all of a sudden, okay, here's explosions. And you're going backwards, and that guy's going forwards. And this bullet just pulled out of this wall. And what the fuck? Which, yeah. and, and it's not necessarily even a complaint from me. Like I feel like almost with some of this stuff for him, like when Nolan creates it, it's so high concept. I feel like he does honestly intend on you seen this more than once yeah well i feel like you have to yeah especially for this one maybe some of his other things you don't quite have to so like interstellar inception those are both like kind of same like high concept yeah but they gave you time to figure out what was going on and you had time to go okay i understand this i understand these concepts this one they literally started off with you can't understand this so just don't (laughs) <laughs> was how they describe it to the main character. Yeah, yeah. And they're it, like, you just have to feel it. You, you, we can't describe this. We can't tell you what tenant is. Which, and I think part of that, actually, now as we're talking about it, some of that, the explanation, literally, because you find out at the end that like he runs the tenant program, that he is the core of it, that yeah. he so like and there's and you find out that there's tons of people involved with all of this that know nothing on purpose because they can't alter the future or the past. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's timey wimey. They can't tell you be like, hey, you're the head of the tenant program. Right. Yeah. It's God, it's wild. It's just so high concept. Like yeah. Chris Nolan is on a whole other so level. So did he write this? Yeah. 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 I feel like, I don't know, y'all, y'all had mentioned Interstellar, but, like, I feel like Interstellar is nowhere near 
Like, I feel like it's a very cut-and-dry movie in comparison to both this and also Inception. Like, Well, Interstellar still has the whole time. It wasn't, like, time. mystery. Well, it's not mystery, but it, he, he still goes around with the, the time fuckery of being on other worlds. Because, remember, they're on the other world for, like, a, a day. And right. There's been some like pretty complicated years. But it's very, like, straightforward, scientifically explained of, like... Kind of, but it gets pretty crazy when you're towards the end when you're finding out about the black holes and all of that and I how mean, the he time is using cut and, and dry science but it's something that a lot of people don't think about so it's probably like a whole but they're not trying to like hide anything from me they're just literally like okay um they even say in the movie like you know a minute here is 10 years on earth or whatever so i don't know it just it just doesn't feel like a comparison between those three movies like Interstellar, in my mind, is very just like, I mean, it's a very good movie, but it just doesn't have, it's not in the same concept of like this movie and Inception. Like those have those mind fuckery kind of things of like, sure, what's Alternary. going on? Like we don't, there's a, a yeah. lost aspect to it. Whereas in like Interstellar, in, yeah, Interstellar, I'm like, yeah, they're they're in outer space. There's gravity and time, and it doesn't correlate. You well, know. that that being the biggest thing, that time doesn't yeah. necessarily work the way that we think it does, and that reality is kind of altered, and because it do, it does get really wild there at the end, but it's not really until the end. Like you pretty much know, but then it, right. at the end of Interstellar, which I guess spoilers, kind of sort of spoilers for the this end of Interstellar, old. it yeah. is like, but it's like you know when you're getting closer to the end, there's all this stuff with his daughter, and but it's still very like linear, like. You know, I mean, that it's, it's but been... this was wasn't that his first? Oh, that came out after. Yeah, well, no, so but that, that's the other thing I was going to get at is like there is more of his other stuff because there was uh, there was Memento as well. Yeah, and Memento is that way, and definitely, and that was kind of how he got known for it, and the Prestige. Mm-hmm. That was him, and that movie's pretty wild and yeah. it's very just. I, I, I hate to use the word confusing, but it's almost the best way to do it. Like it's, it's a mystery. It's it, like a, it's like an M Night Shyamalan kind of like a, yeah. a twisty situation. Twisty is maybe the way to put it, which is yeah. like his thing. Like his stick is, yeah. and it's also just I guess the best way to put it is like he is high concept. Yeah, like and that's things the things are with never all what you perceive them to be initially. Yeah, right? which also makes it kind of easier to guess what's happening. So like in Ryan, this sure. one, you. Chris guessed a couple things. Zena guessed a couple things. I guessed one thing. You guessed, yeah, while we were watching but it. But it isn't really guessing, though, with some of it. Because some of it is him telling you. Like, he straight up tells yeah. you things. But it's a matter of if you're clever enough or quick enough to, or even just having the hindsight to remember, like, oh, I remember that a thing happened previously. Mm-hmm. I can connect it to this moment, right. which then tells me what they're going to reveal in a couple minutes or in an hour yeah. or whatever. The biggest thing that I was definitely wrong on is that I thought that almost wanted to say Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, yeah, Pattinson was, I thought he was bad. I thought he was going to be a bad guy in the end. Turns out he was a protege. So yeah. like complete opposite of what I thought it was going to be. So yeah. kudos. And that was, was a fantastic totally turn to go back to talking about mm-hmm. the end of the movie. But it's like, we yeah. find out that, that, uh, God, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, John David Washington mm-hmm. is, you know, he is essentially the founder of the tenant program, but doesn't even know it because it's time travel and all that crazy business and you know his protege and like best friend in life is the guy who technically 
got yeah. him into the Dennett program. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so wild. Right. Oh, it makes me want to cry. I know. It, it. Which like, it, he sacrificed his life oh, man. for his protege. It really, like... like super spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. Well, but, we're, we're in spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah it, just the I role of these characters, and, and I guess that's what we can really get into is, like, the performances we haven't talked about fully yet, but but between between John David Washington and Robert Pattinson and Elizabeth Elizabeth Debicki, like just rock star performances oh, in this movie, one hundred percent. Well, yeah, they were all fantastic. This is a, like a triple A movie. It really is, without a doubt. Like there's there's no actor in this movie that did a subpar job no no and and granted well and also even the villain uh i, I don't see his name here i've recognized him and seen him in other stuff but mm-hmm. don't know him by generic name generic russian bad guy yeah, yeah. number one <laughs> yeah he he's really really good in this as well yeah and so was quicksilver uh See, I didn't even realize that was him. I, he's unrecognizable, uh, and I can't think of his name either. I, I'm whatever list you're looking late. at is telling it, it's like a terrible. Uh, yeah, IMDb, it's like starting off with like driver number one, yeah. driver number two. <laughs> IMDb's gotten really bad about that. They used to list in order of like how much how you see a person, how how important the how important the role is, yeah. and now the IMDb person. doesn't list it that way for whatever weird reason. And I don't under, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. What is his name? It's the guy from Kick-Ass. He was the guy with the big beard. That's mm-hmm. Kit, the Kick-Ass guy. Well, it's hard to recognize him also because he's, he's wearing a mask movie. the whole time. He is. He wears a mask for a lot of it. There's only like 30 seconds of him uh, without a mask okay. on. Yeah. yeah. Like towards, kind of towards the end where yeah. he yeah, like towards reveals the end. himself. He's like, the other soldier. Any other stupid fucking questions or whatever he yep, says. Yep, yep, yep. That guy, yeah, Military that soldier. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, he's a pretty big name actor, and he was just kind of unrecognizable in this. He was kind of jacked and had a big beard and a short hair and just did not look how he normally looks. Yeah. But I thought he did a great job. It's just all, all of the performances in this were fantastic. The writing was fantastic, I thought, personally. I mean, it was very complex and complicated, but... It was nonstop, but it was it, well it was. done. And, and it, there was a lot of very solid funny quips from from john david washington <laughs> I, he, I was wondering I, if you're gonna remember his we're name. gonna call him washington from now on so washington it's, okay can i just say yeah yes john bodega looks more boyega like... don't ever correct me <laughs> <laughs> bodega <laughs> i wish his name was john bodega <laughs> John Bodega. If we mess up any He's more names so tonight, we're messing them all up. Everybody's name. You know, the sandwich guy from yeah, Star the Wars. Sandwich guy. <laughs> Pacific Anyways. Rim 2. Oh, goodness. Yes, John Bodega. Him and the father, Denzel. Denzel, yeah. look exactly alike. They look a lot alike, too. But his son and him don't look much alike You don't think at so? All. Uh, I mean, I can maybe. see it. I think they I look a good it. bit alike. I think he has a lot of his mom's looks, yeah. though. If yeah. I was a bet. Yeah. Probably so. Mrs. He, Washington. Miss, oh, Mrs. Washington. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, and just like his daddy, he can... <laughs> Act his ass off. Ooh. Oh, that's no. like I'm like he's I'm excited for. I want to go find Ooh. other things he's okay. He's done because so, I don't think I've really watched it. What anything. else has he done? So that's the thing. I hyped a show that he was on forever, mm, and sure. nobody watched it except for me. 
and it's fantastic. But mm-hmm. uh, well, I say it's, a lot of people didn't watch it, but it was Ballers on HBO. Oh, and yeah. he is he is one of the leads slash the lead aside mm-hmm. from The Rock. He's like the next in line behind The, the Rock. Rock's in it. Yes, yeah. It is an HBO show. It's on HBO Max and HBO Go. And I don't give even a quarter of a shit about football or just sports balls, any of those things. Mm-hmm. That show's fantastic. Like Ballers is awesome, okay. and that's the thing is he's one of the main actors, and that was like the big thing he showed up in. And I was I didn't know that it was Denzel's son, and I was already just like this guy's a rock star. Yeah. Like this guy is going places. He was also in uh, Black Klansman that came out a couple of years mm, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was the lead actor in that. Uh, so I mean he's he's been doing things. He is working his way up, but he it, just God, he's so good. He was fantastic. And it doesn't. Hey, he's he's handsome. He's got the suave. Yeah. Like he, I was kind of like, he's after, like a man's I, man. So they were talking yeah. about like Idris Elba for the next Bond, dude. This guy all day. This guy all freaking day. If sure. if they were, he would yeah. kill it as a Bond because he was kind of like a Bond esque character mm-hmm. right in, in this movie. But he's not British, but in real life, but so yeah, whatever they they, they can if, they can they can get around that. If, if, if they can figure British you know accent, if they can make Spider Man British, was then, also not British. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but he's, he's still the best. He's kind of across the pond. He's pretty close. Like, we're across the pond. We're way across the pond. He's like, just like a little tugboat ride. <laughs> so, yeah, or a little farther. But I'm just saying, he could easily do it. He could. Yeah. He's just he's. I want to see him in a larger capacity action star like this. Like, well, this is a large capacity, but I want to see him like yeah. franchise level espionage or whatever. Just sure. like. More of this version of him, or do another like spy series? Yeah, Tenet yeah, too. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, I, keep I would this going because well, they could. Well, I was yeah. trying to think of how they would do that with how this ended, but it's time. Yeah, they can do whatever they, they want. Like I said, timey wimey. It's just well, I mean, there was that whole point where they have set up the program and all that. So yeah. there's some point that we're missing. I know because this was just there, him. there is a this whole was movie his of origin him. story, <laughs> basically of him setting up the Tenet program. Yeah. So they could go anywhere with that. They could. I, I'd be down for it. I mean, this is, yeah. and we know that so good. we know that he can handle that. You know, he can handle series is in regards to because he did the Nolan did the Batman movies. So it's not like he has. Just want to do a trilogy. Am I right? Just let him do two. Don't let him do the third. I want and... two movies. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is better left to one. Kind of it, like it probably is. It'll it, probably, probably be a is. one and done for because sure. technically you could have turned most of his movies into trilogies for sure. But. Yeah. It's smart not to. It, it is. So. I don't think that. And and this is complicated enough as it is. It's like it, you would just yeah. have to be almost so well versed in the first movie <laughs> to watch the second one. Get have a big brain. Yeah, but it, you'd yeah. have to watch it like five times to fully grasp the concepts. Oh, also, also, <laughs> if we're discussing like the the smallerness as far as like, well, I say smallerness, like you know, just acting and and who's in this movie and just all of those type of things. Can we please? talk about the score in this film oh dude the music like <laughs> killed it it's so good yeah like this had a fantastic score i just kept finding myself just like bobbing my head like oh, yeah. walking out i'm just like oh yeah this movie it, it freaking bops like I'm i just never noticed music really oh it's just a background for me it was that I don't notice it. No, this it slaps yeah. like full it was blown. Real good. It was it was. I mean, fantastic. it's not something that you're gonna sing down the street. Or no, anything, no, no. But it, like, it just in the moments. Yes, I was. Yeah, I was doing the same. Yeah, popping my head. Yeah. I was just like, mm. yeah. And it, like it's just it. crunchy. Like it's just yeah. like it. it <sighs> well, see, that's the thing is, I'm probably Eating so much granola. paying attention to 
because the times where you're where it's crunchy. Yeah, I'm sure that's with those action scenes. <laughs> so I'm more paying attention to the action. Sure, and the music enhances it, but I don't think about it. It's not something I'm yeah. actively like, yeah, this music. I'm no. I'm more like, okay, no. What's yeah. happening on the screen, especially with this movie? Yeah, and and the score. It's uh, it's Ludwig Gorenson, I think is how you say his name. This dude, I think, I is that was really Jared I, Leto for a second. He could pass for it. I'm pretty sure this guy is like late twenties or something. He's he's pretty young. He's yeah, but he he's becoming well known pretty quickly. He did. He's been doing Mando. He's he did Creed. He did Black Panther. Like this guy's doing some good stuff. That he's he's working his way up through the industry pretty quickly yeah, yeah. but just give me more of his stuff because this was killer well with well, that with that kind of resume he already will be yeah. doing more stuff for yeah. sure and i'm pretty sure he created the mandalorian theme song which is oh, the shit nice. yeah so yeah that was just there wasn't i mean honestly outside of the just sheer level of complexity and just kind of being hard to follow like i don't have any complaints about this film Right, and honestly, oh, no, I feel like none. a second viewing now, after two and a half hours of watching it and getting a grasp of the concept, yeah, with the reverse time, mm-hmm. oh, second viewing would make it so much more clear on yeah. what's happening. Because I mean, there were spots where I was just like, I, I, it definitely did run through my head, like I am so fucking confused right now. Like, what oh, is yeah. going first half on? of the movie? There was, I mean, I, I, you know, loosely grasp the concepts, yeah. But I was like, I can't fully understand because they really don't explain yeah. it until probably the last thirty minutes. Which and I kept feeling like me and you were on the same page, and then Kyle and Zena and Chris were on like another level where like they would catch something, and me and you would just be sitting there like I'm still processing whatever it is. <laughs> well, that whatever you got. just happened was <laughs> something. They have seen a thing that we have not seen yet. Look, but... we just get excited about anything. So. <laughs> Maybe that's like, it. Squirrel. If yeah. there's some dope ass shit happening on the screen, yeah. we're gonna be like. <laughs> jumping up on our seats yeah it was just god it's so wild and just so many deep concepts that you almost need to like sleep on and see again and i definitely want to see it again like me too it's it's not that the first viewing is bad like i i love movies like this me personally like not everybody is like this obviously but like i enjoy not fully understanding a movie to a certain degree if it's like too obscure then it gets where you can't enjoy it yeah and then you're just kind of like this makes no sense sure. but this one is like you get the general concept of what's going on but yeah. there's just like they add in these little subtle nuances of like of of the whole like he is fighting himself and stabs himself in the arm before he gets sucked out of the engine but it's in reverse like that whole fucking thing is just like mind-boggling awesome and like Zena called that yeah. from the get-go we'll yeah. Oh, yeah. give her kudos for that she's like that's him or really she said, oh yeah she yeah. called it right away i didn't hear what she said she said yeah. they're fighting themselves yeah okay she's yeah well it she was either she was yeah something she, she called lines. it yeah, yeah it was either themselves or like somebody I, that they knew like yeah it was a well how quickly our passion was like oh and then turned around and like left the fight well, it was yeah. obvious that, that yeah, there was a weird thing with who they were fighting, right. and that's what she was like. They're fighting themselves because he's like, yeah, he's like someone's here, and it was like his way of because he knew what was going to happen because right. we found out that he'd been doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. and we didn't even know they knew anything about the tenant program, right? Because yeah, we, at that point we didn't know 
that he knew yeah anything and so yeah because it was like a really weird thing he says where he's like someone's here and then he just kind of like disappears and you're just like and then you didn't hear anything else about it yeah and you're just like what why did he i didn't see anybody how, how do we know someone's been here like <laughs> but also can i just say how did he get back there because robert where? pattinson was saying like you won't meet me for a while like we'll be friends in the future yeah but so was he just like living life in reverse yeah. for that long i think so i think it's get, essentially like he was just in reverse the entire time to go back in time that far uh, yeah i think he well i think he had just been doing a bunch of back and forth like it, because i mean we know now that denzel is who hired him so he has it's been not denzel or not Denzel Washington. <laughs> I decided to say the name. But his Washington, his son. His son. Yeah. yeah. Washington. Vicarious. Yeah. Washington's character told him, you know, is the person who recruited him. So we know that clearly he has been jumping all over the place. Like, but well, there, that's what I wonder if there's a, a limit situation. Like, it's just literally like you're living you life your way either backwards. forwards or in reverse. So if but they did him, it like a week, they went backwards a week, right? But on the cargo carrier. He was making it sound like it was years. He know? did make like, it sound like that. But I, I wonder if there is years. a way to travel more that they just didn't get into. Could be. Could be. Maybe. Which, yeah. the the Because that guy was burying money and all that. But, I mean, I guess you could bury money and let it go for three years. Right. Because yeah. they were saying, like, leaving messages for the future. Not necessarily people traveling through time. It was just somebody in the future getting the message or vice versa. And then... Working their way backwards. Out. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily people traveling through time. It was messages traveling through time. Which how did? Yeah, it, but it's like how did they do that? They didn't I don't explain know. that. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's there, there's a lot you just have to take with a grain of it's future technology. Yeah, yeah, and they're not fully getting into every facet of how everything works. Right. I feel like Pattinson is the main part of that. That is like he's clearly from the future, mm-hmm. at least a. A, a bit in the future you would think like it's not somebody that he's going to meet in the next th- three months where you're like oh hey you know i just watched you sacrifice yourself for me well i, I think washington to the club. is going to go further further back i think potentially i think that's what we don't have yeah. is like i think he's going to keep going back to like well before all of this though even that's where, kind of the vibe i picked e- up yeah. from it really yes but I then also so. He was able to go. It's all kind of confusing because at the very end, you know, he's outside of the school and protects what's her name. Yeah. And so that means he was able to time travel there to a specific time and date, you know, to go back. I th- I think this oh, is yeah, one of those situations fair. in all seriousness where like you really almost need to create a board, like, and you need to be like, okay, yeah. well, you start here and then you go up to here and then you go back to here and then you go up to here and you go back to here to like really track sure. where and how this could even work. And I'm sure that Nolan has a board that looks like that, that explains how all this works. Yeah. Really how it works is the biggest thing. Like yeah. if it's, if it's literally just life replaying itself in reverse in like, real time like yeah, it's not which it seems up. like it was the case right. exactly because like he's driving his vehicle it wrecks in real time so it's like when also what do people see when they see them going backwards right what I, do they see gazek was talking about this and he said and i kind of agree with him on this one but it was more just for the viewers to see it well no because they can even if you don't have tenant technology like they were fighting in reverse 
right. like when he fights himself, Dude. which means that people yeah. are seeing these events play out that way. Mm. What a badass fight scene! Though. Yeah, like God. fucking no both idea. sides. Yeah, both sides. And that means awesome. you just see people running backwards down the road. And yeah. You would exactly. You would, but it would just be a well, weird. Well, even event. that end battle where they had like tons of shit troops like running. Dude, like, that was half of them so were going awesome. in forwards, and the other half were going, going in backwards. reverse. That whole thing was awesome. That uh, and the the big moment where they and the, the buildings were beep, with the big beep. building where the building builds yeah. itself up and then they destroy the building right after it finishes building in itself a and it collapses. Yeah, they destroy yeah. it in a different way. Yeah, that they destroy awesome. it going backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just the whole thing was so Imagine wild. Being that building. <laughs> Leave it to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's just like Christopher Nolan's just like. His constant goal is just, I'm going to show you some shit you've never yeah. seen before, it's and you're just, not even going to know what you're seeing. <laughs> yeah. How many shrooms can I do before I melt people's yeah. brains? With, With time-traveling items. And this is, honestly, we've yeah. seen time travel so much, and it's hard to imagine to to be able to see time travel in a new way, and yeah. yet he's managed to do it again. Because right. he like, even brings up like arguments that people have, the whole like, yeah. grandfather situation yeah, yeah. of like going back in time. Killing your grandfather. Well, that yeah. was – so that was something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So they posed that whole question about the grandfather. If you, if, you, if you haven't seen it, if you go back in time and you killed your grandfather, would you still exist? Yeah. No. So – well, but he, he That's says, the paradox because yeah. – then how would you have gone back in time to kill him if exactly. you wouldn't have existed? Yep. So, so you just can't do it. There's some things that are off limits. Well, Maybe, that was oh, her going back and killing... Which, you know... Um, it, the, the, the Russian. The, the Well, she killed him warlord. in time was the whole thing. Like, But that would have prevented all of the actions from happening after that. She yeah. didn't. Did she kill him on the boat? Uh, I guess, yeah, they no, drag he, him away in the, him boat, the boat. But I he, think he the moment... His fucking dick. The, it was all based on the timing of the bomb, and basically she did it almost at the zero moment in which he would have detonated the bomb, right? And so it didn't really matter. Well, yeah, I guess I'm just thinking more because a lot happened that were, was eye opening for Washington mm-hmm. after the boat. Oh yeah, so none of that would have happened though because he was dead. Well, no, it would. The only thing about him dying that it affected was that if he died, it set off the bomb. But the bomb was going to go off anyways. They just had to stop the bomb from destroying the device. And they stopped the bomb from destroying the, vi- the device. Therefore, when he died, it did not matter. Because all it was was he had a failsafe on his watch. Right. And when the watch failsafe went off, it detonated the bomb. But they knew that the bomb was going to explode at a precise time anyways. So basically, she didn't really affect anything because the bomb was going to explode either way. It was just whether it just if they got the device out of the way or not, mm. and they did, or the algorithm. I think is what they called it. Yeah, yeah the algorithm. So I, I think it didn't really matter technically. Yeah. That's why it didn't affect or change that moment. And, and they did succeed, which showed that you could change an outcome. The, the past, some. I mean, it still obviously would have changed things if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. His whole trip through time, talking to him, meeting with the dude at the dinner, and, like, none of those things would have happened had he died on the boat at that time. Which then technically would prevent everything, but they also said in the movie that once it's happened, it cannot unhappen. Yeah. So. 
the past has already happened or whatever yeah, robert it, pattinson said. i think it almost but it did sound like you can create like multiple <laughs> strands like timelines almost multiverse multiversing yeah, yeah. it because they did bring that up so it sounds like there still is a lot of possibility with all this it, yeah it's yeah. it's kind of a weird thing and honestly it's like one of those things where you see it and you're just like i can see this being real like i this shit is weird but like well anytime like somebody thinks out time travel yeah well yeah the like beyond the basic of like back to the future kind of like the base level which is what i would attribute that to the butterfly effect yeah like if they think it out to like any kind of a depth and then it's like it's it's really interesting and you always you want to go back to it and you're just like yeah yeah, this is cool. this is cool. This could be real. Yeah, I could like, see this. We could, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's. I mean, it's still, I'm still at the point where you know, with like Mandela theory and stuff, where we're all experiencing all these weird oh, memories and sure. stuff. Where I'm like, somebody has either created time travel or they've split realities, mm-hmm. or so, there is weird stuff happening in science right now because <laughs> fucked with our brain. Th- they have. I mean, oh, outside yeah. of just like mind control, which I don't think Mandela theory is. I think yeah. that literally people are altering reality now, and and so people, I think, are messing with time travel and or alternate realities or both anyways but there's just it's so strange this, this type of science just fascinates me and i want to know yeah, what is so real. wild <laughs> so wild it really is i just like nolan's just on some other shit man he's just like oh yeah he he really is on a whole different level he can afford those good shrooms yeah yeah apparently and and the connections to the people who probably know if the science is real or not because <laughs> i feel like that's what he must do yeah for these movies he probably has to go seek out people at like these top institutions and agencies and, and stuff. research facilities and things like that and sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to pick your brain about this stuff. Yeah. And I have no doubt that that could happen or does happen because we already know. And if, if you even look back in the past, we know that filmmakers and different people have had access to people who know about technology that exists that we at that current time don't know exists. And then it gets created in sci-fi movies and stuff. And then you find out 30 years later that, oh, that was real. Or it ended up being real. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like he's one of those people that has connections where people are telling him shit that they're like, well, you know, we might, there might be a technology where, Hypothetically, uh, yeah, let's just say that there's a technology. Hypothetically, my bullet goes backwards. Yeah. If I were to make, make a movie a about movie. it. Yeah. And how all of the bullet stuff and everything worked is even different yeah. from the time travel aspect of this that I still have not fully processed. Uh, right. But like, how does that it's work? It's like individual time Items. travel. Because it, it doesn't, it's not even necessarily momentary. It's, yeah. it's whenever he chose to, to put his hand over to make the bullet go into his hand. Yeah. It's so like, like he could have waited three minutes and done the same thing. Yeah. So whoever is the crafter behind <sighs> the like the, the items, items and also slash people yeah. because there are certain people that can do it mm-hmm. weird but like whoever that well no the people that can do it are people that have gotten in the machine that's the people that can do it you have to have gone through the machine does he also put items in there and that's what maybe well, i don't know they all they kind of said that well no they never really answered that about the bullets and the device the items he said, they didn't because they always mention they say it that it's like um they're not possessed, but it's like, been affected by the technology. Yeah, that they're they come in contact reversed, with it. reversed, or what does he say? Which anyway. I guess would make sense if they go. Maybe it literally is that these items go through the machine, 
and then they're just in reality existing, right? But like they're inanimate, so they're not doing anything. They're stationary. Yeah, so it's and, not like they're breathing oxygen yeah. or anything that would prevent them from existing. Exactly. So then, when time you in- doesn't care about that. No, but when you interact with it, yeah, time doesn't. But when you interact with it, it's an item that's technically going backwards in time that you're currently interacting with. Does that make sense? So, so I think that the bullets are literally just items that have been sent through the machine and then come into contact with someone who hasn't been in the machine and is in forward time, right? So they're going in reverse, but you're going forward. Right. So, so you're handling an item that's technically moving backwards in time. Yeah, which it's just confusing though, because like you're handling something that's going back in time. I think that that's yeah, it, but it's just still so confusing. Wouldn't also it have to be something? Okay, so like whenever the chick, the initial chick, is like showing him how to do things, and there's that piece of rock or whatever. Yeah. There's a bullet, and she's, like, spinning it on the mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. and then it, like, does the reverse thing and comes up into her hand. Mm-hmm. So, like, that bullet would have to go in the future, end up with the person who then sends it through the machine to go back in time to relive itself. So, I almost wonder if it's more... <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel like with ammo and all that, it's just kind of moving in reverse, but it's more of, like, it's in a loop. So yeah, it's like stuck it in went time. through the machine, and so now it's constantly okay. in the reverse action. Yeah. So she picks it up, she drops it, and then she can recall it back to her hand, basically, because it's more of like a, a temporary loop right there. Yeah, it's just like Because that's how they're time. able to fire a bullet and pull it back, just because it was kind of like in a time loop. Yeah. That was right then from when it was in action. It's, yeah. Just go watch but, the movie again. Okay, so, but... Okay. Anyway, we don't have to get into it because it's like it's obviously a movie. But like, yeah. so the rearview mirror mm-hmm. obviously was there from like the beginning. It wasn't like a, a, what a, rearview mirror, the side view, the side view mirror. Sorry. That was correct. So on um, whenever I the that. car during the big chase oh, scene, I didn't see it. They show it and it's cracked in the very beginning. Yeah, and then it keeps going, and then later on when they're showing the reverse they show it's cracked i didn't show it cracking once the reverse car shows it coming through and like it reverses towards them it hits their side view mirror and uncracks their window as it hits it oh i miss that i don't yeah i didn't catch it i think that was one of those moments where y'all were like oh and i was like i have no idea what's happening (laughs) but yeah yeah that's interesting. anyways there's uh there's obviously like lots of little like details that would have to be explained by a physicist or something. Probably. But... And we probably just also need to see it again to even help oh, I, process I totally for sure. Watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is one of those I'm probably going to buy and watch. And just yeah. like anytime anyone hasn't seen it, I'll be like, let's watch Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth the 20 bucks. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Easily, easily. Have movies always been that cheap? I feel like they were mm. a lot more expensive. They, they, it's a weird. They used to be up to 35 for like the 4K, 4K and all that. But now they've realized they can drop it to 20 and just do digital. Yeah. Cut out yeah. the whole. Because I actually think I was looking, and this is 35 on a physical copy. Is it? I was curious. They were selling it before it was out. They were selling it for 20 physically. And now I really regret not buying it. But whatever. Well, yeah. 4K four K uh, physical was 20 bucks. Yeah. Because regular Blu-rays are cheaper. 
I feel but, like I remember like back in the day when like DVDs were like forty bucks for a new movie. I don't remember being that. Much. I remember being like twenty five or thirty. Ago, but then. yeah, there there go through little bits of time where like the new tech, quote unquote, it's really high. Like yeah. where four K is right now, where four K physical is like thirty five bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, no, new, but usually it goes down. It drops pretty quickly. But my whole thing this whole time has been, why don't we always charge less for digital? Because you have hardly any upfront costs. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you're cutting out all the overhead. Yeah, that you don't yeah. have any overhead. Like, it's just, you're just giving, a, it's a not even real. That it has to get downloaded from. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, you're paying giving, for that server anyway. This person like, gets an inanimate object, like, or right. even a, I don't even know if inanimate is <laughs> the right word. No, no, no. Like, no. A, just a non existent. DVDs are animate objects. Yeah. Yeah. Digital so, so. download is it's inanimate. inanimate. Yeah. yeah. DVDs so. are alive. Just throwing that out yeah, there. They are. They live. They walk around my house and, you know, do the chores That's and stuff. That's true. <laughs> Doesn't everyone's? It's kind of like, uh, was that Cinderella Gremlins. or something? Or Gremlins? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't, there's, there, it's like there isn't much more to talk about about yeah. this. And then there's, there's an endless conversation to have well, about that's this. The thing, right. There's that endless like, conversation of just trying to understand it's this like, movie. I guess the better question, like, how long do you talk about this on a podcast? <laughs> like, you I'm know, sure somebody like, will do it for hours. Probably. I mean, you easily could. Oh, yeah. Somebody will break it down. Th- there will be YouTube, like, diagnoses of this movie and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, general consensus, though, here is super-duper thumbs-up all the way across the board on yeah. this thing. So it's fantastic. But So I guess we can go ahead and check out the... Yeah, what are, uh, the, what are the, the scores? Yeah, the Rotten Tomato scores for the, the regular, like, audience, because I really kind of want to know yeah, this. Yeah, let's sure. do it. If it's 71, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I wonder if Wait, it's I thought changed. you guessed it. No, you guessed he's, in the 80s. He's, I'm oh, talking about, about, about the critic score. Because uh, we all saw this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's changed since we saw. Oh, it's nope. actually oh. It's still seven. Uh, you're like two off. Somebody was two off. Gazak. Gazak? No, Chris. No, I said you were in the eighties. Oh, no, I said, you said Gazak said seventy-eight. Yeah, he said seventy-seven. I think. Did he? Yeah, it was or like seventy-seven, seventy-eight, something he was like that. Close. But yeah, so we were. But still, I mean, this <clears> is solid tomatoes, solid audience score. Granted, yeah. I think it deserves higher than the seventies for both numbers. True. Personally, I'm surprised that critics still went low. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's. Lower. It is complex. Uh, also, I- I'm curious because we know how uh, that community is in general. Oh, this wasn't rated R. It's PG-13. Shoot. Well, we've been saying well, fuck a lot. We have. So. <laughs> this is rated Shoot. R. So that happened. But I had no idea that this was PG-13. But I guess it kind of makes sense. There wasn't back. any swearing or yeah. anything. That's why so. it wasn't as good as it could have been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So real quick, we'll just go ahead and pop in on a couple critic. Uh, things just to see what people are saying. So I want to see some of these splats and see, like, because I feel like the splats have got to just be like, this is confusing. I don't understand. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, here, uh, this is uh, Kathleen Sachs with Chicago Reader. Uh, The auteur doesn't show much growth in his most recent self-indulgent work. Just like, what? Like, I don't know. You Is just like don't like too n- similar. To, like I mean, yeah. If you don't enjoy his Inception, shtick, like, then you won't enjoy this movie. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I, as far as not showing growth, like I thought he showed growth. I mean, he's still a phenomenal filmmaker. Like he he has an uh, a fantastic yeah. eye. Like right, are you and he's pushing boundaries, which yeah. is growth. Yeah, are at you its finest. S- are you going to say the same thing about M Night Shyamalan? Right. Like, <laughs> All right. of his movies are essentially the exact same. Like, yeah. it's a, there's a surprise at the end. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a similar right. theme that yeah. he plays along. But like, like 
yeah surprise hey, he's yeah. still been doing good stuff yeah that, that's just a weird <clears throat> like which and that's the thing too is i do feel like it's like low-hanging fruit for just people who aren't into his shtick yeah. like they just swat it's at him what expectations people have sure so like someone this person from film spotting uh adam kimpanar uh tenet is what happens when nolan forgets borden's wisdom uh from the prestige he's so obsessed with how impressive his secret is that the trick he uses f- uses it for is not uh nothing so i mean i don't know like i thought the trick was cool i thought all of it was cool the story was oh super cool yeah yeah like i i don't think like i thought the story even outside of the quote-unquote like gimmick was also still very intriguing yeah and and it and it was interesting to connect it to like this family and this husband and wife and their relationship i thought was that in itself was kind of a cool thing that you wouldn't expect a movie like this to revolve around right mm-hmm. instead it was also it was very open-ended like, yeah there wasn't like a, a definitive resolution aside from humanity was saved yeah so like all the the story of the the characters mm-hmm. were kind of up in the air but like they saved humanity so yeah. it was very and as far as like we know like as far as we know technically and we didn't really talk about it but it's like he he is still would be and his the tenant operation would continue to be fighting the future because from what we heard the future just like destroys everything basically and so they want to destroy the path the past to hopefully change the future somehow right or something essentially is what we gathered so it's like he would continue to fight the future from destroying the past yeah essentially just because the villain in this the person that they were using is gone you know, there could be someone else that arises that the future is communicating with. Right. Right. Because the future is completely changed now. So yeah, exactly. The as far future as future people would be like, okay, well, now we have to pick somebody else to continue the work of. Mm-hmm. Exactly what the villain this. in the film was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So from the New Yorker, this is uh, Anthony Lane. He says, what strikes you is how determinately bare of feeling it seems even when emotional opportunities present itself wrong yeah i just don't agree at all yeah that's not an opinion of that it doesn't just more mad that like washington didn't like hook up with the chick no i love that there was no romantic relationship situation like but there was definitely feeling like he was willing to sacrifice the mission and his life and everyone Yeah. yeah And it turned out to be super important that he did because she had to help them. Exactly. Like she was the the needed asset to yeah fix everything. So yeah, I just don't agree with that either. So yeah, yeah here's uh, this is somebody that liked it. Um, Mark Finley with the Boston Globe says, "Telling a story backwards sounds bizarre. It is bizarre, but it works. The backwards stuff in Tenant sounds bizarre. Worse than bizarre, goofy. And for a while it works, but once it doesn't, it really doesn't." So this guy actually gave it a two and a half out of four. So he didn't love this movie. So it sounds right. like he liked it up to a point and then he stopped liking it. Yeah. But, I guess he, I mean, it's probably towards the end when it was like the whole backwards war battle. And they're like, all right, we're going in with the, the pincer movement and it'll be forward and backwards simultaneous warfare. Yeah. Which and, I thought was super rad. Oh, I thought it was like, such a cool concept. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like what if multiple, you know, people on both sides going forward and backwards are all fighting each other. And I don't know how you'd even win that it, kind of war. That, yeah. But th- then it comes down to like a 
chicken and egg situation of like what comes first sure but yeah it's a wild but it's enjoyable yeah it is like this logic be damned it's enjoyable yeah yeah i mean and that is the thing is regardless no one's gonna give you a bombastic oh yeah you know wrong mr fantastic for sure so i'll read one more positive uh this is uh richard whitaker with uh austin chronicle he says for a writer often accused of being humorless this may be his most playful script i completely agree like i thought there was that was kind of what i was getting at with washington's character like yeah. he was very funny and witty oh yeah because he was quick oh man with quips yeah yeah, yeah it, i guess it's not like super funny not like that's not or... that is not something that i would ever point out on my own but compared to his other movies yeah sure I noted it while watching it for sure, like yeah, compared guess, to his previous films, because yeah. he is very serious mm-hmm. with his filmmaking and writing in general. I guess he just wanted his character to be a little funnier. Yeah, and it might have been just due to criticism, you know, like make it a little more lighthearted, make it a little more fun, and I mm-hmm. think it works. Like, well, I it's hope probably he... because this movie is so complex. Yeah, that there needed to be something in there. Yeah, to reprieve it a little bit for sure. I yeah. respite, probably so. And uh, so he just says, uh, this may be his most playful script, often arid in its dry humor, and much of it provided by Pattinson playing an inverted Felix letter to Washington's, uh, oh, his Bond ripoff. <laughs> so, it, yeah, he, he noticed it, too. I mean, he kind of is very Bond-y in mm. this, but he gave it a four out of five. But I don't necessarily want to call him a ripoff. I, I mean, but I do get it. Like, I mean, it's... It's very Bondy. It's a very broad stereotype sure like action man there were so many bond movies and it covers such a broad spectrum of like it's hard not to hit that like yeah it's so easy to just relate somebody who is like yeah that kind of that kind of a situation like military action e mission impossible yeah spy whatever covert yeah yeah so but yeah but it does seem like still people people pretty much dig this it's just a matter of if you if you do not like uh nolan shtick then you're not you're not gonna be into this right mm-hmm. so it kind of is yeah. what it is and that's pretty predictable but i'm glad that as a whole like it's got a higher score so people aren't gonna be you know pushed away from it yeah like we said where they shove rotten tomato scores in your face everywhere mm-hmm. so yeah, but that's pretty much it for this thing. Uh, we can we can tie it up with a bow and say we loved it and it was dope. Oh, it was Kenneth Branagh. I totally didn't pick up on that. That was the bad guy. So <laughs> that, I, don't know I that should is. have known that's who it was. It's actually, did y'all see Murder on the Orient Express? Uh, it's no. the mustachioed main character. Oh, like the actual detective. Yes, he's the detective and the director of that movie. Oh, Hmm. really? Yeah, yeah. He looks completely different. Completely different. Yeah, apparently he was in Artemis Fowl too. Also, he's been in a ton of stuff. He does a very good job of like the Russian slash Eastern European accent. He does in this movie. He he was in Thor. Oh, he directed Thor, the first Thor. (laughs) Wow, the one that you yeah, the one I don't love a whole lot, but. Yeah, he's he's done a lot. He's been directing and acting forever. I just for yeah. whatever weird reason, he just always looks different to me. For yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, and he was in Dunkirk. That's the only Nolan movie I think I haven't seen. But I just heard it was so depressing that I would just kind of stay away from it. Is that the one with like the long shot? 
no, that's, a that's continual shot. No, that's seventeen or oh 18, no, uh, yeah, nineteen seventeen or whatever it is. Whatever, I can't remember that. That's on one of the streaming sites now. I Not probably HBO. That. No, I think it was Stars or Showtime. Um, but yeah, no, that is that is worth paying to watch. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. No, Dunkirk was the one. Well, it was Nolan's last big. It was a big war movie, but it was told from yeah. a bunch of different perspectives of one event, like one mili- like the Battle of Dunkirk. Okay. And so it's just it's by a bunch of different like the navy and the army and the like just people from all these different positions. Yeah. But it was supposed to be very good but very heavy, so I didn't mm. see it. But anyway, so yeah, that's who that was. That was that character. But yeah, so that's that's Tenet. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted for a second. But that's Tenet. We dug it. It's dope. Yeah. And uh next time we'll be talking about Wonder Woman and that'll uh, be on Is it Wonder Woman or is it Oh, or it could be yeah, no, it'll be technically it'll be Monster Hunter probably. Mm. If we can get a chance to see it, because we're planning to do a Monster Hunter and Wonder Woman, so we'll just we'll see what order those fall in. They'll both be out, so we can really yeah. talk about either. But Wonder Woman will definitely be the most accessible, just because it's going to drop like Christmas Day mm-hmm. on uh, HBO Max. But either way, we'll see one of them and and talk about it. And we want to see both either way. Yeah. So yeah. And I want to go back to I haven't been to the theaters since New Mutants, and I don't want that to be my last theater experience. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so bad. there's that. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and send you guys off with a send off song. Three of them. Yeah. So what do you guys have? Because I have not picked out one this week. Mine's I'm still up. loading. Hold okay, on. so I'll, I'll go. Tell you in a second. Go so ahead. mine is called "My Own Soul's Warning." Okay, by the Killers. Oh, interesting. The Killers. Yeah, the Killers. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of it's weird. <laughs> like, is this new listening. Killers? Or? Yeah, it's new. And it's kind of it's kind of indie. Okay. Like, it's strange to hear them with this sound. Huh. But it sounds like them, but very indie. So, it's nice. chill. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. I did find something. If Chris, if you haven't found something yet, no, but... I, I mean I have. I just had to wait for it to load. Okay, cool. Uh, Suave Punk is okay. the band, and the name of the song is "Dreams of Losing Teeth." <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it's a very the popular old... song. Wait, Every, you know. I think I know of this. Do you? Or maybe I'll just I'll be impressed. Maybe not. No, I don't recognize this album art or anything but so so what kind of music is it shit that's a good question it's shit uh yeah, yeah <laughs> thanks for putting shit on the playlist you rub poo poo on your ears <laughs> it's kind sounds of what it just sounds like that like. yeah yeah um goodness i cannot remember now what a good <laughs> what kind of music it is the the, the yeah. genre to put it in yeah like i feel like it's similar to what i had last week of with like the pixies yeah. like it's in that same genre of just like a punk indie grungy feel to it yeah yeah okay interesting did you do that i thought you did that uh kissing girls with by grady last week oh i did probably did did i do i don't I, think i've you... done johnny goth that's probably the week. oh that was the week before week that before. i don't think you've done a pixie song unless it was only no before. that one that's the one johnny goth is yeah shit um hold on so the one I'm going to do this week, I'll go ahead and say, uh, is uh, I'm going to do Call to Arms by Sturgill Simpson. So we've That's really familiar. Yeah. So Call to Arms is a new song by Sturgill Simpson that just came out, I'm pretty sure. But Sturgill Simpson is a very interesting kind of sort of like a bluegrass alt rock. Like he's metals in a bunch of different genres. He's the one that did that interesting anime album. 
that was like had like a anime movie it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. We we recommended yeah, it. It's like forty five yeah. minutes, and yeah. it's like his album. They just basically took his whole album and gave it a animated video. Yeah, it was really wild, but it was not his typical style of music. It was more rock focused. Yeah, it was like a. But he he, he meddles in a lot rock. of yeah. It was like a he, he meddles in a lot of different genres. But so this song is him going full blown roots like hardcore bluegrass like picking and grinning really good old school bluegrass mm. and it's really good it's nice. really really good if you like bluegrass i mean if you don't like bluegrass at all then obviously yeah. you wouldn't be into it but like Fuck off. yeah but this is <laughs> this is thick bluegrass but it is very good very very good hmm. and I, I like it a lot and he's got a great voice and just a good style yeah. and all that so yeah it's a good song so i'll add that and so between you doing culture wall last week and me doing this yeah we'll have we'll uh have, have some little, country yeah man but yeah, so that's that's all that we're going to recommend for our send-off songs, and then we'll do the usual uh, go-ahead and want to thank uh, Ketsa Music, which is Ketsa, K-E-T-S-A, Music, M-U-S-I-C, thank them for our intro and outro song, and then thank Aubrey Andrews for our, our artwork and logo, and then thank David Troutman for editing the episode per usual. Thanks, David. Thanks, and, David. Yeah, and if you want to find us we're on instagram we're just critically aroused so we won't be hard to find and that's really the only place you need to find us or on our website which isn't hard to find either so yeah just uh find us on places and recommend us to friends and family and all that fun stuff and give us some more listens and thanks for listening yeah thank you yeah i like how it gets narrower and narrower to where like yeah you had like instagram and twitter yeah. or instagram and facebook yeah. and now it's just like Whittled down. Yeah. Now, yeah. it's just Instagram. It's just Instagram. It's, it's the only that's thing. the only place. It's what I have energy yeah. for, and I update the website. I update. I, I do the website, and I do the Instagram, yeah. and honestly, those are the only two places I care about. Fuck social media. Oh, yeah. It's the freaking worst. It mm. is terrible. It really is. And Instagram's the only one I'll even put up with, and that one still can be exhausting, so... Yeah. It's like, but it's the least toxic of all the social medias for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyways, there's all that. But check us out, guys. And thanks for listening. And, and uh, have a very, very Merry Christmas. We love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Bye. Bye. Bye.